0: Let us pray. And Paul dwelt two whole years in his own hired house and received all that came in unto him preaching the kingdom of God. Acts 28:30 30 and 31. With each passing day, week, month and year of my journey, I thank you that through my steadfast dedication to you and my craft, I am now gaining the respect and influence needed for me to take my life to the next level. When people hear my name, I thank you, Lord, that they see that I am a person of action and that I get things done. Like Paul in his lifetime, I stand in the shadow of great men and women who've gone before me to show me that faith in God is never wasted confidence. May Paul's ability to focus on objectives and not obstacles rub off on me. May Paul's words remind me to speak with authority and credibility. And lastly, may Paul's dedication to never compromise and never drift from God-given absolutes and instruction be the anchor in which I set out to establish the life of my ministry, family, business, and personal growth. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listening to these daily prayers strengthens your relationship with God. Continue hearing from the Lord by listening to Today's Bible in a Year. Brought to you by BibleinAYear.com.
1: The end. In our last story, Paul endured storms and shipwrecks with his captors on their journey to Rome. The wind and waves were relentless, and the hope of the men was fading. The men were left shipwrecked and defeated on the shores of Malta. Now we reach the end of Paul's recorded journey as he finally makes his way to Rome. He meets the believers in Rome and is embraced by the Jews, inspired by the Book of Acts.
2: Hello, Jack Graham, once again with the Bible in a Year podcast. Thanks for joining us. In our last episode, we heard how the ship that carried Paul and other prisoners headed to Rome was overwhelmed by a storm and forced to run aground on an island. Throughout days of terror and distress, Paul comforted the crew and passengers, telling them that the God he served would spare every life on ship. After more than two weeks of peril, They finally arrived safely on the island of Malta, just as Paul said they would. Today, we'll hear how the inhabitants of Malta were kind and welcoming, and how God works through Paul to heal the sick on the island and to provide a way to leave the island. We'll also hear of Paul's arrival in Rome, the welcome he received from the church there, and the openness of the Jews in Rome to hear about hope in Jesus Christ. So, let's listen now to this reading from the book of Acts.
1: The soldiers, sailors, and prisoners all lay on their backs looking up at the blue skies above. They were exhausted, sapped of all energy. Months at sea with rain and wind beating down at them had taken its toll. However, they were happy to be on shore, even if it was because of a shipwreck. Luke and Paul lay on the sand, unbelievably grateful to God for his protection. As they stared at the baby blue skies, they heard a rustling in the trees behind them. The men arose to their feet to find natives peering out at them. They emerged from the plants with trepidation, seeing that the Romans still carried some of their weapons. It didn't take long for the men to make peace with the natives. They were surprisingly kind and shared their food with the men. Their gentleness was unusual but refreshing. As the night came, they all sat by the fire, warming themselves with the bright flames. Paul arose to gather more sticks to put into the fire, not knowing that a viper lay hidden in the reeds. Paul picked up the reeds and carried them to the fire. He threw them in. The viper, still among the twigs, leapt out of the flames and fastened itself to Paul's hand. All the men stepped back, afraid of more vipers emerging from the fire. Yet Paul seemed to not be alarmed. He quietly shook his hand above the fire, and the viper perished by the flames. The natives stood in silence, waiting for Paul's hand to swell up, and his face to grow pale. But nothing happened. Paul did not have a fever or chills. His hand did not swell, nor was he in pain. The natives watched him curiously through the flames. They observed his calm demeanor and gentle smile. Who is this man? they whispered. He must be a god. Although Paul suffered no illness, the chief of the village became very ill with fever and dysentery. Sweat beat down his brow and chills covered his entire body. Paul knelt beside him, joyful for the opportunity to care for him. He prayed over him, as well as all the other people on the island who were diseased, and all of them were cured. They honored them and rejoiced over Paul and his companions. So much so that they allowed them to set sail with their only vessel back to Rome. When they entered Rome, they were greeted by believers who had been expecting them. The soldiers, sailors, and prisoners were all embraced by the Roman Church. Their love for them was overwhelming. Their love and care was like a warm blanket to a weary soul. Paul's heart melted when he met the believers at Rome. He had always desired to see them, and now he finally had a chance. After three days, Paul called for the Jewish leaders to gather. He told them of his plight and his rivalry with the Jews in Israel and Asia. However, the Jews in Rome were less hostile towards Paul. We have not heard any evil words spoken against you, they said In fact, we would love to hear your message So Paul preached the gospel to all the Jews in Rome They more than anyone knew about the oppression of the Roman Empire They more than anyone desired a savior So they listened Their hearts were enthralled by the message of Christ His love, mercy, and fulfillment of prophecy drew them in Some believed, others did not However, Paul was embraced by them. Paul's life would not end in a bed surrounded by loved ones. Eventually, he would go before Caesar and be deemed as a threat. Despite his end, Paul served as an example to all who believed in Jesus. He was an example that someone dedicated to evil can be used for good. He was an example of the weakness being used as strength. He was an example of hardship being used for the glory of God. Paul the Apostle, once Saul the Pharisee, died with his head apart from his shoulders. Yet his work for the gospel echoes still. His letters to the churches have strengthened generations of Christians to elevate Jesus above all else. Thus ended the recorded acts of the Apostles. Yet the same Spirit lives in every believer to this day. The same Spirit who healed millions, preached boldly in the temple, gave visions for redemption, and led with grace, still lives in the hearts of all those who believe in Christ. So the acts of the believers still continue to this day, leading people to the presence of God and creating a culture of flourishing until Jesus returns. Amen.
2: In today's reading, the shipwrecked sailors, soldiers, and prisoners are on the island of Malta, where they are washed up, shaken, but safe. To their great surprise, those who lived on Malta were kind and hospitable, helping them gather kindling and start a fire for warmth. Paul set to work gathering firewood, too, and was bitten by a viper, a poisonous snake, which should have killed him. The Maltese people, seeing this, assumed he must be evil, and this was an act of cosmic justice. They were sure he would swell up and die, but he shook off the snake and walked away unharmed. God had spared Paul, and God had protected this man, and opened doors for Paul to heal the sick in Malta. We also know that Paul never missed an opportunity to share his faith in Jesus Christ, to share the hope that is ours in Christ. He is a great example always for us wherever we go that we would tell people about Jesus. After several months on the island, they were given a boat to depart and conclude the journey to Rome. It had been a long, arduous voyage, and finally Paul was going to get his opportunity to tell Caesar himself, the most powerful man in the world, about the Lord Jesus Christ and preach to him of the gospel. Their arrival in Rome had been anticipated by the brothers and sisters there, and they were greeted warmly by believers, some who had traveled from across the region. Paul was given a great deal of freedom and allowed to lodge by himself with only a Roman soldier there to watch over him. Paul, of course, would share the gospel with these soldiers every time they would exchange duty. Paul had eagerly awaited a chance to meet with the church in Rome so we can imagine how overjoyed he was to finally get the opportunity even under these circumstances of imprisonment. But it was not only the believers whom Paul wanted to see— He reached out to the Jews in Rome to tell his side of the story and assure them that he was not causing the kind of trouble he was being accused of in Jerusalem. These Jews were much more reasonable, and they received no report about Paul from Jerusalem. Not only were they not opposed to Paul, they wanted to hear what he believed about Jesus, the Messiah. They had heard about this group known as The Way, taken from the words of Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and the life. This is now an opportunity for them to hear about this way of salvation through Jesus Christ. And this man, Paul, spoke with compassion and strong convictions. In Acts twenty-eight twenty-three, we read, When they had appointed a day for him, they came to him at his lodging in greater numbers. From morning till evening he expounded to them, testifying to the kingdom of God and trying to convince them about Jesus, both from the law of Moses and from the prophets. It might be easy to miss the importance, the significance of this passage. Remember that in every city, Paul went to the temple seeking out the Jews to share the gospel, and in every city, he was run out, often under cover of night, lest he would be killed by the Jews. Now Paul is under house arrest, unable to go to the temple, but these religious people came to him. You see, the gospel cannot be stopped. The message of Jesus is unstoppable. It will not be hindered. God will always provide a way for lost people to hear about his word through faithful Christians. We must be faithful as Paul was and so many others have been throughout the generations and be bold in our witness and take every opportunity we have to share Christ. After Paul had shared, some believed and were added to the number of Christians in Rome. Others were not convinced and remained in their unbelief, but they did not seek to harm Paul. The book of Acts closes on an incredibly happy note, telling us that Paul lived peacefully there for two years, openly sharing Christ with all. During this time there, Paul wrote letters to the Ephesians, Colossians, Philippians, and also the letter to Philemon. His letters give hope, strength, wisdom, and faith to us today just as they did when he wrote them so many years ago. These words, of course, were not just the words of a man, but the word of God. For God's word is inspired, breathed out by the Holy Spirit. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. And when we read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, we are reading God's book. We are reading the book all about Jesus. Paul was eventually released and continued his missionary work in Europe. But later, Paul would be arrested again by Emperor Nero, the Caesar, and would be martyred for his faith. As he would later describe to Timothy in his letter to him, he had fought the good fight, he had kept the faith, he had finished the course, and along the way, he had blessed countless people and still does today through the centuries by his own personal example of faithfulness and boldness and compassion, his missionary zeal for the lost, and the least and the last all around the world, and he gave us these magnificent New Testament letters that we still read today for our Christian growth. But we need to remember this, as in any book of the Bible, we miss the point if we look to the human personalities or the characters of the Bible as the heroes. Paul himself was a hero, but he always pointed people to Jesus. He always stepped aside and pointed to Christ and said, Jesus is Lord. The book of Acts is a wonderful story of the New Testament church, and it reminds us that the witness of Christ cannot be stopped. The gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, his death, burial, and resurrection, it marches all around the world so that all may ultimately hear. Paul's life ended, but God's work and witness did not. And the same Holy Spirit that guided Paul who strengthened him through persecution, beating, imprisonment, and even death. This Spirit, the Holy Spirit, lives in us and enables us and empowers us to proclaim the name of Christ today. May we continue to be faithful and fervent till the whole world hears. Dear God, we thank you for the Scriptures. We thank you that you have inspired these words, not just of human origin, but by the Holy Spirit that the Bible is your book. And we thank you for the story of Acts, the story of the church and Christians as they press forward with the message of hope and salvation all across the known world and ultimately to the whole world. May we in our generation be bold in our witness and continue to work faithfully for the Lord Jesus Christ, growing his church, building believers until he comes again. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. Download the Pray.com app and make prayer and Bible study the priority of your life. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with someone you love, because by sharing this with others, you can make a difference in their lives, a big, big difference. You can help ensure that more and more people hear these life-changing readings from God's Word with a gift today. To keep these gospel-centered messages reaching people around the world, please give now at www.bibleinayear.com. And if you want more resources on how to tap into God's power for Christian living, visit jackgraham.org. When you visit us at jackgraham.org, you will find many free resources as to how you may grow in your faith and share your witness with the gospel. We would love for you to take us up on that offering. God bless you.
0: This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality.
2: Hello, I'm Dr. Tony Evans, and I'm excited to have you join me on this new podcast, Heroes in the Bible. Come to me, boy. You
1: and your God will crumble beneath my feet,
2: he beckoned the giant
1: and said. I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts and creator
2: of the stars. You know, we all have giants that we face in our life. And when you understand that the greatness of God affects our ability to handle the giants of life, it will encourage, inspire, and challenge all of us to our faith in God and our growth in Jesus Christ. Look
0: past his height and appearance, Samuel, for man sees the outward appearance. They see the strength of the man's arms, but the Lord
2: looks into the heart. Listen to Heroes in the Bible with Dr. Tony Evans on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.